0: the
1: ramble podcast on this week's episode there's a lot to talk about especially in the realm of pokemon go where i kalos believe my luck because i was fennekin because i didn't think i'll get all the gen 6 stars but froki i had it covered anyway let's put a chest pin in that and let's go on to the show Welcome to episode twenty-six of the Poké Rumble podcast, where I just nailed that intro, sort of. I'm your host Kamel, and I'm joined, as always, by the Battle Frontier brain himself, Amit.
2: How did you? How did you do that first time?
1: Uh, I managed to sort of cover the the bits I got wrong somehow. Were <laughs> you practicing in the mirror? No, 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 no. I did, I did, I did like one run before we we went live, and that's it. All right, all right. Yeah, it's really hard to make Froakie into a pun, uh, but yeah.
2: I will do nothing but make frokey puns for the rest of this episode. Now.
1: Thank you very much. Well, I hope one person doesn't make frokey puns, and that's uh, Mecha Shadow Twelve, aka Andrew. Say hello.
0: Well, see, the thing is, you should have checked with me first because I'm all about the puns. So, <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> you might have you emails, might have yeah. off more than you could. That's
2: right. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, hop, you. you you hop in here and give it all you got. Yeah, frokey was good,
1: like rhyming with Loki for me. That's that's where I was going with that. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. But Yeah, it's, it's, just hard, it's just a hard, it's just a harder hard thing to do. Yeah, no, it's good, good to have you, especially when when you said you wanted to talk about some stuff to do with Pokemon Masters and DNA. I thought we've got to have him on as a guest, especially if Amit's tendencies to ramble on a bit. I thought let, let's bring someone else to, like, uh, you know, what's the word? Put w- put wood into the fire. I don't know. Yeah.
2: So before we before we get into all of that, can I just, for completeness, uh, start with a very small apology, which is in the heat of last week's episode episode pikachu oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you did a I, lot, of,
1: you I, a lot of stuff. I just no no but
2: i do just want to make a small apology to say that i did say that um it sounded like gloria had a speech impediment i'm not trying to make fun of people with a speech impediment or who have uh, difficulty in speaking uh, i was just trying to emphasize how poorly uh voice acted that character was i do want to make sure that anyone who's listening to the podcast who you know has a speech impediment or anything else you know um Please don't feel like we're, we're judging you, making fun of you. Uh, certainly that was not my intention. I just want to say that for completeness, uh, and we'll roll back uh, into the jokes now.
1: Yeah, Shadow doesn't have anything to apologize for, apart from his absolutely wonderful uh, microphone that doesn't work. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you're the first ever guest of the Pokerama podcast. How does it feel?
0: Well, I'm not gonna write you a love song
2: about it. (laughs) But there we go. go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's something I've always wanted to do. It's like I've listened to so many podcasts, you know, starting from just the main kind of funny achievement hunter, Rooster Teeth, and then just trickling down to all the kind of funny best friends and all their different podcasts, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, friend of the show, Anbelina, uh Erica was telling me about a, that you had a Pokey Ramble podcast and then I heard that you, you were actually talking about Pokemon Masters, which I never get to talk to uh, with anybody about because <laughs> yeah, I felt
1: like it. that for a long time, dude. I felt like that for a long time.
2: <laughs> it's the basis of, of Kamel and I my friendship is literally that I have no one else to talk to, to about Pokemon. Like I just drive everyone nuts about it. And I drove my cousin so nuts that he was like, look, I have this friend. Go talk to him instead. And I was like, all right, then.
1: <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Uh, so, so for people who don't know you, uh, Mecca, uh, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Uh, yes. Hello. Um, I'm Andrew. Um, I used to stream on my Twitch channel, Shadow channel 12 but I um, had to stop there during the pandemic just because I was working on my regular job and then picking up side gigs. Um, but like I said, I'm a kind of funny best friend. I do pop into a lot of different streams with the kind of funny best friends. Um, I am part of kind of NYC, which is now rebranded to 6-1 Indie. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm one of their moderators there for their Twitch uh, streams. That's cool. And then I'm just, you know, just hanging out with them back when we used to be able to hang out. Um, and more or less, you know, I love video games. I love... Um, anime you know music all, all the norms as everyone yeah <laughs> as everyone
1: pr- yeah pretty much i like how mainstream anime's gotten now you know where everyone's just like everyone's cool with it everyone's watching it you know having a good time because why not
0: uh, yeah of course now i do have an interesting pass with pokemon because
1: oh yeah please tell us I, yeah i started
0: off you know with gen one pokemon blue um I did, you know, actually catch all hundred fifty-one there. Oh my god! Wow, that's, that's impressive. That's something.
2: With legitimate trading and strategies, or um, the, the
0: only the... non-legitimate strategy I got was a game shark from you because I was yeah, not it's, as it's able impossible to
1: get you otherwise. Yeah.
2: Did you ever? Did you ever try Nugget Bridge?
1: That's a glitch, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm no it's, I it's, it's, it's a
2: glitch but it's perfectly within the capability of the game
1: oh it's all perfectly legal, That's
2: oh, it all perfectly legal.
0: <laughs> 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 but no i back then you know I, I didn't know much about um you know like all the tricks and stuff like that
1: like there's always to be that rumor where
0: it's like oh if you go surf and strength here and you push a truck or whatever. I remember when uh, I was
1: young, th- like someone told me, like if you look outside this window after you do the uh, Elite Four the second time, like there's three more gym leaders you can face on these islands and stuff like that. And it was supposed to be the or- Orange Islands and stuff like that. I was like, wow, really? You know, being a kid, not having the internet <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, there man. are
2: only two glitches in Red and Blue that are really worth talking about. The first is obviously the Nugget Bridge glitch, which if we haven't talked about before, I'll talk about properly on another episode. And I'll do all the research on it properly. Um, But basically, it's a way where you trick a trainer into starting a battle with you, and then you teleport away, and it triggers an encounter with a random Pokemon. That's the first one. And then the second one is that you can encounter Pokemon that are over level 100 by surfing on the east coast of uh, Cerulean Island. No, Cinnabar Island, Cinnabar Island, sorry. Cinnabar Island uh, on the East Coast, and you can encounter Safari Zone Pokemon and over level 100 Pokemon. So I think I have like a level 142 Mewtwo, (laughs) Uh, which is more famously known as the Missing No Glitch because the only (laughs) way to encounter Missing No. More on that another time.
1: Well, one thing's for sure, you're missing no glitches. (laughs) Let's go on to our first segment, shall we? what's pokemon going on yep this is the part of the show where we talk about pokemon go uh so the the big thing to say here is gen 6 is here in pokemon go uh we've had an event for the past week and uh, yes i finally caught all three gen 6 uh,
2: starters and let me the, tell the you, promotional artwork before you get into it the promotional artwork that i've seen everywhere it looks incredible yeah it's beautiful and it's the first time i've seen a physical poster for pokemon go in a long time and i've not been outside the house in a while but it's the first time i've seen a physical poster for pokemon go in a long time
1: not looking hard enough that's for sure i guess <laughs> in in this sort of landscaping environment sure i can i can understand it but usually you, you would get um stuff like this all the time when they're releasing Pokemon. Mecha, you you into your Pokemon Go at all? So I have a a love-hate relationship
0: with Pokemon Go. Don't blame you. (laughs) Um, I was on the train when it first started. I was walking around my town trying to catch them all, you know? Mm. But the thing is, is that After that initial burst where everyone, like, the whole world seemed like they were playing Pokemon. Dude, it
1: was crazy, Um, like, meeting strangers in the park at 2 a.m., you know, just playing Pokemon with them. It's crazy. It was crazy, dude. Hey, why were you in a park at 2 a.m.? Oh, like, so, like, I live near this
2: place called Croydon. We can't talk about that on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I live live near this place uh, uh, called Croydon, and, um, you know, there's this one park that had, like, three PokeStops and, like, a gym and like it was just basically like a hub for like the the croydon trainers to go to and and just talk and play pokemon so yeah that that, like it's of the joke the
2: joke that non-uk people miss is that croydon is like the brooklyn of london it's like the rough area where they'll shank you
1: i think like in terms of stabbings is like the highest in the uk Croydon. yeah so So
2: being in a park at 2am in croydon is not a good way to spend your time
1: and that just emphasizes how much pokemon go you know contributed to world peace for the one month or so, you know
0: so yeah, no yes, so uh, so I was playing a, a bunch then and then I'd stopped, and then when my office moved to a different location, mm. the location was near the water, and since we were it was back then where oh, magic the GPS location well, well not magic yes because I had got a Gyarados. But, uh, but what would happen is I was like on the twenty sixth floor, so like my GPS would like actually move around mm. like around the block. So I'd be able to catch Pokemon on my desk without doing anything. So I yeah. got back into it that way. And then on and off, I'll I'll jump in because I do have some friends who um, still play to this day. Um, and they're like hardcore, like trying to get every shiny. Uh, they do every event and stuff. So I'll jump on with something that looks pretty interesting. Uh, but the, the funny thing is, is that near my apartment, like not even, like just as soon as I log in, I have an Eevee spawn. That's hmm. in my little rural area. So I've been able to have like almost have every evolution, which is surprising. A lot of people obviously it's very hard to get because they 'cause they're they're very rare.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean the game's changed a lot um in terms of spawns. There's more spawns now, even if you live in a rural area. Uh there's more like events that influence like different sources spawns and stuff like that. I did have a question about your office near the water. Did you did you mm-hmm. ever find any dratinis and stuff like that?
0: Hmm. I believe so, because I do have, like, uh, a couple Man. in my... Uh... my Pokedex.
1: i just remember Um, like logging in and seeing people go to the city of london near the thames and get so many dratinis and dragonites i'm like oh man
2: yeah so I, i was gonna say when i was working in canary wharf uh that was absolutely a dratini nest and you because i had the same thing i was in a tall office so i was just bouncing walking around the wharf all day without having to leave my desk and i was catching everything but a lot of dratini
1: lucky guys lucky guys (laughs) <laughs> uh and you also had to be lucky during this event currently to get these starters because jesus like in the first five days good luck finding one of these guys but they eventually started getting a bit more common and then they stopped being so so common like i think saturday was like the peak and then it quietened down again on sunday and yeah today again i've, just, I've hardly found any any sort of uh gen six starters i think froakie out of, out of all of them was the hardest i've only got one froki i've got about i don't know eight fennekin and two Chespins. so yeah no uh cool this this is the you know the celebration of kalos uh being introduced to pokemon go and i just wanted to ask everybody uh kalos uh introduced mega evolutions what's your favorite mega evolution go now you, you go first i'm putting you on the
2: spot um i, I had to think for a second um i think i i really like um I was going to say Mega Sizzle because I feel like it's. I was going to say
1: you're a Sizzle kind of guy.
2: I love Sizzle. And I like Mega Sizzle just because it feels like a really sort of Mecha robot, beat em up Power Rangers type machine. And I love it. Mm. So I'll go go for Sizzle.
1: Mecha just DM'd me saying don't run with Sizzles. I'm just throwing him under the bus there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you mega
1: well, have, have you have you, So is it mega Pins for you or?
0: Well, see, that's the interesting thing is that, like I was saying before, like with my Pokemon history, mm. I went from Gen One, Gen Two, and then I stopped. Oh, okay. And then I didn't get back into Pokemon until Let's Go Sword and Shield, and then Pokemon Masters and Pokemon Go.
1: So that's like, actually I'm really interesting it... to hear that you 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 you've actually got into Pokemon Masters, even though like most of the generations you've decided to skip. That's um...
0: well, that's that's the one thing I like about Pokemon Masters itself, and why my my choice would be Mega Charizard because I have a red who does have you know Mega Charizard. Um, i mean the black and blue just makes it look so badass
1: (laughs) see dude that's my exact same choice so it's mega charizard x for me like i love charizard shiny and then you give me a a a a charizard with blue flames that's now a dragon like come on dude you can't get any better than that and for me it was one of the most fun pokemon to use in gen 6 you know competitive wise it was just so fun rocking up in like you know ou singles and just just having a mega charizard there to uh Ruined people's days, especially Heat,
2: heat trans, They hated him. Am I the am I the only one who thinks that Shiny Charizard is the wrong kind of black?
1: If you're talking about Mega uh, Shiny Charizard X, yes, because it's more no just boo, but... just
2: regular Charizard when it's shiny. It feels like it's the wrong. It's not black enough. Like it, it's black, but it's not black black. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I can
1: I can agree. I'm that glad it
2: made sense to one of us. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I've been okay. waiting for this moment for someone to actually get the random stuff that comes out of my head.
0: <laughs> no, because I do have the the shiny egg, um, in Pokemon Masters for Charizard, and the black is it's like a muted black, like it. Yeah, like it's, it was not, a shirt it's not it's proper wash.
2: black. And then I went yeah, and looked yeah. up. I went and looked up the sprites for Shiny Charizard because I've only recently just got one in Sword and Shield and never had one before. And yeah, they're they're like it's slightly off black. It's really, it's really upsetting. Just make the thing black. Anyway,
1: I'm moving on. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Well, hang on. In Pokemon Go, it looks alright, but I can see this promotional artwork, and it's like, ooh. it's a bit more like a purpley sort of black. Yeah, there's like a yeah, pinky purple yeah, yeah. going on
2: i yeah, get it yeah, yeah. i get it i'm, I'm glad it. it's not just me okay you can you can carry on now um
1: well mecca said he was a huge fan of gen 2 and i have i got news for you because on the 14th which is next monday uh we've got uh jesse and james and a shiny celebi event happening in pokemon go that's but right you're going to <laughs> you're going to have the opportunity to get yourself a shiny celebi uh in pokemon go so uh not not to be missed not to be missed do we want to do we want to say why oh well uh, why, why is this event happening Yes. He'll go for it. So it's a tie in to
2: the movie,
1: it Secrets
2: is, of the Jungle. It is indeed. Pokemon Secrets of the Jungle.
1: Yes, it, it is indeed. I don't know what else to say.
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. It's surprising just <laughs> how many events we've had that tie into this movie like because it's it's pretty normal to get a distribution in the mainline games and we've got zarude and Shiny celebi and sword and shield the pokemon masters have done something pokemon go is doing something i don't remember you know, even for the more recent movies like you know uh the one with the, the, the power, Yeah, the power yeah, of us i was gonna it say the power one. of one and like i'm sure that came out 30 years ago but um yeah yeah another power of us like i don't remember there being that much momentum around it
1: no there wasn't there wasn't so uh maybe it's because they've had a lot more time to you know plan yeah. this stuff out or if they they are now just realizing with pokemon go with pokemon masters with with the anime that they, they want to make a single universe now so you mesh them all together and want to have that yeah. sort of continue continuity there we go i've got the word out so nailed um, it yeah, because you see, with the anime at the moment, they, they there's elements of the anime where it does very much seem like they've pulled stuff from Pokemon Go and shoved it in the anime now. Like for example, when Go throws his Pokeball, you know his Pokédex will go nice, or great, or excellent, and that that does um
2: yeah as a tie in to
1: yeah that does Pokemon carry over nice. to the Japanese version as well. It, so it's still in English, which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're trying to uh, blend everything together you know so if you're a fan of the anime they want you to be playing pokemon go if you're playing pokemon go they want you to be playing pokemon masters and all that kind of stuff so yeah uh that's it for pokemon go news unless anyone else has got anything to
2: say about pokemon go uh no just i'm excited to to uh see where it goes we love gen Six.
1: Oh man i was gonna say let's go to the next segment but i already started playing the jingle i'm so mad all right let me try it again let's go to the next segment <laughs> so you want to be a pokemon masters i can't really do it today my mouth um should i do it for you go on so you want to be a pokemon masters there we are there we are so You're actually welcome. it's a good thing we didn't record yesterday because bam we got some stuff today what stuff you ask well can i give you a regirock can i give you an ex uh um um uh, Brendan. Brendan. I only forgot his name. Yeah, Brendan. Uh, and and with a too. So where, where do you? And, want s- and Dawn as well. Yeah. Where, where do you want to start? Well, Dawn's always had a synchro. Um, no six star. Six star. Sorry. There we are. Six star. Ah, oh, should've got an image. Never mind. Never mind. It's all uh, right. Mecca. Are you you a fan of Brendan at all? Is he is he your boy? Oh, he's he's one of my top uh, my top st- uh, strikers, very much. Yeah, that's
2: that's fair enough. That is fair enough. He's pretty good. uh... I didn't realize quite how good Brendan was because I never bothered to get Dauntless on him until his grid came out and I was like, I should put some investment in. Um, He's a really good striker, self-sufficient, particularly now with his grid, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about more in a second, but he's a really good striker. Do you know what? I um, Controversially, I don't think his grid's all that, to be honest with you. I think it's there's okay. Two, there's two or three standout things in his grid, and I'm, I'm sure you'll, we'll talk about it properly in a minute. There, there's uh, but there's two or three things in, where, in the
1: grid. Where, uh, there's one build where I can see, okay, this is a specific build for a specific team, and there's another build where I'm like, well, this is clearly for his six-star EX, so should we just get into his, his uh, sync grid then and, and just talk about his sync grid? Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. it. So you've got the usual stuff of Bullet Seed, uh, and you've got Move Gauge Refresh 3
2: and Staggering 1, which like flinches opponents and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know whether the flinch chance happens on every single individual hit, because that's if it does, that's question. insane.
1: That's always been the question, yeah.
2: Um, I, I'm sure someone is testing that or has tested that. That would be insane.
1: Um,
2: but even if it isn't, that's not bad.
1: Um, you've got some Le- Leaf Storm stuff. I mean, he's got Mindswell 2, which I think um, Blue's got. But I don't think it's, you should be running stuff like Mindswell 2 on, on, uh, on your Brendan, to be honest with you. I think you should be keeping yeah, I mean, Dauntless on there and, and um, you know, going for I mean, Andrew, I, I'd
2: be really interested if your thoughts on this, Andrew, but my take on Brendan... So Brendan has got a number of tiles in his synchrid that basically help him uh, regain special attack after he loses it from using Leaf Storm. So Swell helps with that, and there's other tiles as well that um, can maximize or repair uh, the the drop in special attack after he uses Leaf Storm. Um, personally, for me, I'm still running Dauntless on my Sceptile... Yeah. Um, and for you know, I'm picking up the tiles that just boost damage across the board. What mm-hmm. about you?
0: Oh yeah, that's the thing. I'm running down on mine too because those those lucky the, the cookies really can change uh, sync pairs up when it comes to the when they lose stats for certain attacks and everything like that. So I haven't actually updated my sync grid yet. No, same. Because um, I did I did all my stuff in the morning for the just like um, you know getting all the. Sync uh, grids and everything like that. I haven't updated it yet because I wanted to just you wait until to see if there's any, you know, like because what I do is I follow a lot of uh, people who do like uh, sync grid comparisons and everything like that. Oh, cool, cool, so cool. So, so, so I want to get like that. But since I'm already running the Dawnless, I'm probably not going to feed into anything about that because I don't have to worry about losing special attack anymore.
2: Yeah, he's, do yeah, and either. the the trade off really is taking the increased damage from the grid versus. Not having to run Dauntless and running Critical Strike 2, for example. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I think, and I'm sure people will do the calculations, but given that there's no guaranteed way to restore the special attack stat, um, just in terms of sheer DPS, it feels like the grid without the special attack buffs is the way to go. And so, either yeah, running.
1: Someone's already um, done the maths on that on the the subreddit last weekend. There uh, we go. Yeah. people. Yeah, Dauntless is still the premier thing to have on your your Sceptile.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an argument that if you're going to run it alongside, for example, Lyra. The sun kit that Septile has access to is probably yes. the strongest sun kit we've seen on a sync pair for a while. Um, speeding Sun, uh, Solar Power, so you know, more damage, more uh, gauge recharge. It's it's a really good thing to have, and it also has a solar shield as well, which means it doesn't lose, uh, it can't be affected by special conditions in weather, which is not that helpful because you're never putting um Subtile as a tank but it's still handy to have and it's got a, a reasonably good um sun kit uh, and then it's also just got other kind of yeah, standard synergy of yeah move gauge refresh and more accuracy on leaf storm which is a big one um and you know yeah, it's it's, yeah and and just generally speaking i mean it's, it's it's already such a self-sufficient um striker but the one tile for me that really stands out is amped up um which after landing a critical hit guarantees a speed boost yep, yep. Uh, which basically turns Sceptile into needing um, support for speed to being entirely self sufficient. Um, so can't... it is just, just like uh, uh, Lycanroc now. And so this is Night Form Lycanroc or Dark, Dusk, Dark? No, yeah, it's night? Mid- Midnight Form. Midnight Form, there you go. There was a word I was looking for. Um, it makes it entirely self sufficient, which is really, really cool. And you,
1: compare, you, you pair that up with what roaming speed? Uh, which powers up his moves more th- the speed's been risen and like inertia as well which yeah your, your favorite tile inertia yeah, yeah, your, yeah your sync move just becomes an absolute nuke i mean I, i'll probably be running that build you know the speed build plus nuke sinks just be doing maximum yeah, and that's damage the,
2: that's the build i've gone for for day one as well just it seems not a logical thing to do if you're running dauntless
1: yeah it just seems a bit of a waste for you know die hit plus mp refresh unless you're doing like filler but i don't see why you would use
2: Brendan necessarily for Villa stuff. Yeah, some people um, like him. But do you know, well, the one thing I, it's a shame that there is no more co-op because this would make Sceptile a premier co-op sync pair. Yes. It's a shame. <sighs> but we'll get, we'll get onto the, we'll get onto the angry in a minute. Yeah. Talking about angry, uh, the beep, beep, boop, boop, boop
1: thing, uh, Regirok is here.
2: Yeah. Um, Almost out of nowhere, really not sort of teased much. Uh, We didn't, we thought we were getting a new legendary arena. Oh no, he's a legendary sync pair next year, isn't it? But no, uh, it's nice that they're sort of stacking events back to back to back and Rock's the first legendary uh arena that's actually put up a fight. Big time. And
1: why might that be?
2: So um it's basic it's got a number of uh really handy passives, but the two that stand out um is that you cannot lower its stats. Uh, apart from if you l- score a critical hit, in which case you guarantee one defense drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and Regirock will happily spam Iron Defense to get his defense back up. But what's really interesting... <laughs> oh, <God damn> it! <laughs> what's really interesting is uh, he also, when he uses Iron Defense, um, pulls up a crit shield. So unless you have access to defog or a way to get around that crit shield... Break break. A brick break does not work. Uh, you cannot remove. Uh, you cannot basically land any more crits until that shield ends. Uh, defog is a viable option, um, but you can't land critical hits until it ends. And what that means is, uh, you can't drop his defense. So he gets a, a bit of a defense boost off and. Um, iron defense and then uh you can't get him back down and that uh that crit shield does make a massive difference in terms of just doing damage quickly um there is a, a way around it uh there is a pokemon out there that's designed to beat regirock but i won't spoil it and i'll let you figure it out for yourselves uh sorry what do you mean Cryogonal? <laughs> no there's, there's literally a pokemon who is specifically designed to deal with regirock are you talking about gloria may or may, well I mean Gloria is a steel type and does massive amounts of damage but uh, no, there is a Pokemon capable of ignoring Crit Shield Are you talking about
1: Steven? No. Oh I'm curious now, I'm really curious
2: Do we all have him? If you're logging into the game today, you absolutely have yeah
1: Oh no, oh no Yeah Oh no, who is this?
2: it's it's the beast there's too many beasts it's the do you want me to do you want yeah. me to say it yeah just say, it, yeah, to just say it. it it's the beast that devours the sun oh <laughs> so oh! sunsteel strike steel strike on solgaleo ignores crit shield that is so smart i haven't used solgaleo since it first came out well it, it it seems a bit too much of a coincidence that his event rerun has relaunched today alongside regirock it's too good to to not miss
1: wow i i probably still won't use him but wow <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
1: wow well there you go mecca you've got an easy surefire strategy to beat the thing
2: i i still haven't by the way i still haven't beaten regirock with oh, i'm too only, tired to even bother with today. only three sync pairs so the best i've done so far is six i cannot do it in
1: three. i reckon you can probably just do it with blue and steven
2: oh I, i'm sure people have i'm sure people yeah. have done it with like you know a, a blue and a three five steven and a three five blue but i don't have either of those
1: yeah because steven like I, I upgraded my steven to two out of five now because uh, i had a candy and uh he's got recuperation it just you know puts him back at full health he's like oh wonderful and he's tanky enough to take hits so yeah there you go uh, have you have you had a favorite legendary arena mecha or do you feel indifferent about them
0: Well, the interesting thing about Legendary Arenas for me was even though I've been playing since the beginning, I think it took maybe a month off randomly throughout that time Mm. because I was a little upset about Legendary Arenas, (laughs) was back then I wasn't really, you know, I was just more or less trying to use all my strikers to the best of their ability and, Mm. you know, hope for the best. It wasn't until I started reaching out into the YouTube space and like seeing different skill pairs and, and 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 sync pairs and like you know actually like going to the nitty gritty when it comes to the sync grid yeah that I started liking them again because um you know personally before I I didn't use a lot of a lot of sync pairs mm. like Swana or I mean yeah Swana Skyla and especially like Misty with their Starmie like those two now are my main two that I use whenever I do the Pokemon League or just like any anything mm. um,
1: because of the Swann Swa is just insane, dude. Oh yeah, she's like, And we've talked um,
2: about we've talked about Misty as well. Like I I completely agree. Misty for me has gone from being fringes to one of my main support pairs. I totally agree.
0: Exactly. So like uh, when it comes to legendary arenas now, um, I did like the Entei one the most only because I remember as a kid watching the Pokemon movie with Entei and I remember trying to catch Entei in Pokemon Silver and then playing <laughs> again in Soul Silver and to be you know trying to fight this legendary because to me that's like one of the legendary beasts I actually fought in the games mm. you know the other ones I knew they're the legendary like the Latios and everything like that and um and now Regirock I'm seeing them now because now, I'm, you know, I'm actually more into the Pokemon space, like watching uh, different streamers do like Pokemon Emerald runs where they're only using items, you know, to, to win and stuff. So now I'm learning all these different stories, especially now with Pokemon Masters as well. So Entei always is, is for me, is, is my favorite one only because I remember how crazy that movie was mm. back then. And, you know, like getting the card. You know, back when we used to go to movie theaters. Oh, that's a cool
2: that's a cool thing to have collected. Nice.
0: Yeah, so it's like that one was special to me because I was like, Oh wow, this is this is serious because Entei is a serious Pokemon.
1: (laughs) And he's just a cool design as well. He's got a cool design as well. He looks like a boss. You know, Mm -hmm. and he had like that lava backdrop as well, which was really cool. I love how they give remixes to all these these uh, legendary Pokemon. It's just great. It's, yeah, just the, the
2: I mean they 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 always knock the soundtracks out of the park. I actually really like the I you know the Reggie Rock one. It's very authentic to the Reggies, and I really like it.
1: You know how crazy I've become having to listen to that theme over and over and over and over again when soft resetting for shinies. So it's, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. I've got something different in my ears now. You know, yes. it's familiar but different. Um. But yeah, that's Pokemon Go for now. There, there isn't much, really. Uh, I think the Christmas sync pairs should be uh, in the game soon. So uh, there are, I guess... Probably... I do have
0: one thing I want to talk about. Yeah, go for it. Just Pokemon Masters in general. One, I do also believe that Gloria should have been Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Absolutely. Just everyone in the... Every fan art you would see on Twitter or whatever would be with the Scottish accent. Um,
2: I, I maintain... I don't understand why they never made it canon, but she's got tartan socks, and that's enough for me. Like, I know it's there's no official like, oh, she's Scottish or she's from the north or whatever, but tartan socks. No one wears tartan socks in England. If you're from the
1: north and you want Amit's address, please let me know in the comments below. <laughs> 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 oh dear. And, yeah, I don't and know. Then, and the, I don't know
0: what they're thinking. And yeah, it, like to me, like I, I've always, I was very confused about that. That and also. Uh, her not having one of the starters, like a score Bunny or a Sabo. Yeah, she just walks up from
2: Legendary, just like, hey, what's up? like, what? That was the biggest one for me, is they've been very, very good up till now about putting, um, one, protagonists with starters, and two, um, very, very good about not giving um, legendary, putting legendary sync pairs in the gacha. And... Gloria broke both of those rules. And we we were speculating when we knew Gloria was coming. Like, we thought it might be Inteleon, or we didn't think it would be Cinderace, but like, you know, Rillaboom or whatever it might be. So it just felt very out of place.
1: Yeah, I got it. it was all part of the bait now, this new sort of strategy they're going for, I guess. I mean, you know, I mean, you know when Silver rocks up with his Ho-Oh, you know, you're like, okay, I get it. I get why he's got a Ho-Oh. <laughs> it makes sense because of the story, but... Like, Gloria and out of Nowhere? It's... yeah there's no canon for that at all anywhere yeah but you know pokémon is his own thing and hey it's here now deal with it
0: <laughs> well, well also i do have to say that i i did appreciate the advice last week with the strategy oh for, yeah that helped um, me a ton as well because <laughs> um, i used that along with another strategy and then i was able to it was funny funny enough the day before the event ended i actually got a gloria Oh, that's a game changer.
2: Was, that's a game changer. I
0: was happy and upset at the same time <laughs> because I was happy to get the Gloria, but then once I started, instead of getting you know, around 3K each you know, go around, I was getting at least 5K. And I was like, well, if I would have got this Gloria at the beginning, instead of me, because I think I barely got into the B tier by the end of it. Um, if Do you I remember had how many points you were on at all? It was at least I could check right now, but I think it was at least 500k.
1: Yeah, you would have. Been, you, um, yeah, because the cutoff was about 490 uh, yeah. when it ended. Because um, I couldn't sleep last night, so yeah, I was awake and I saw the cutoff at, was at. 490. Were you watching it live? I was just looking at my phone every now and again. I was like, oh, Uh, it's nearly six o'clock. So I kept checking for the cutoff because I wanted to see, because I've I've played events like this in other games and like like literally in the last hour, like the cutoff points will jump like drastically because people are all trying to do the same thing and like trying to squeeze into that tier. So everyone's constantly refilling their sort of energy to get to the next tier. So I was just having a look and seeing how far it stretched and it didn't stretch more than about 10K, I'd say. So... Yeah. It
2: wasn't. I mean, so I was. Um, let, let's talk about the event, and then I'll make my confession at the end. But um, yeah, I was. I was up at the at the end as well, just watching how quickly it was going up, and th- there wasn't this big jump at the end. Actually, no. I was quite surprised.
1: I mean, I was sitting, I was sitting comfort- comfortably anyway at five hundred six. Just no, no refills, nothing like that. Just playing from so, the start and um...
2: final cutoffs, Let me go bottom up. So uh to get to D you needed 268k rank C was 397k rank B was 490k uh rank A was 618k uh top 18,000 was 836k uh, and then you're into the millions so top 12,000 was 1,184k 000 uh, and then uh top 6000 yeah 1.76 well, 1. 7, 7. Yeah, 1. million yeah Forget i get mean, that that's that's not that's impossible insane. if
1: you've got gloria from the start that's fine yeah so so but. if you
2: do the calculations um you can work out the maximum score achievable with a non-gloria team and i'll allow a not that anyone does but i'll allow a 5-5 steven or a 5-5 uh jasmine because why not um you could not have have smashed a million yeah yeah you could have got i think the maximum was like 1.1 million assuming you bought all the stamina you could buy with your gems you got a perfect score on every run you leveled up i think twice and everything else like it's insane a tier was really
1: achievable but i just on principle after last week i'm like i'm not giving them any of my refills you
2: can get stuffed so i absolutely left the podcast last week with that mentality yeah, I know. I know what you're going to say as well. How dare you, sir? <laughs> and then I and then I did some maths,
1: and oh, I realised
2: that I realised that if I spent a couple of gems, uh, I would be 800 gems better off. So I I did do a couple of stamina refills, and I may have finished at Rank A. Maybe. Oh, damn! Oh wow! You wasted your time and your money. Well done, mate. I, that's that's <laughs> the thing I want to complain about. What? Is th- of an event where you literally have to do the same thing like 30 times why put skip tickets in the game just let me copy my score from the last
1: battle hang on hang on you can't have your cake and eat it you can't say oh there's nothing to do in this game and then say oh let me use my skip tickets and say oh i'm only getting two minutes out of the game and they're taking all my money come on dude putting putting the same putting the same battle in 5000 times is not content that's the event that's the event it's not unique it's not unique. That's all I'm saying. And you, you gladly, you gladly said, "Okay, DNA, let
2: me reward you with my time. Let me reward two you." Two things. Two things made me <laughs> want to do it. One, I wanted the four-star candy because I wanted to get my viola to three-five. And then today, the goddamn four-star tech candy comes out as a reward for the Solgaleo prize pool. So I didn't need that anyway. Uh, and then I got a bunch of gems that I wouldn't have got otherwise. So,
1: yeah. All I'm saying is I think Mecha might be my co-host next week. I feel disgusted talking with you right now. (laughs) Listen, I hate myself as much as I hate this game. Fair enough.
0: Before you say that, I also spent some gems.
1: <laughs> you Mecca, me you're, you're, you're You're excused because you didn't come on the podcast last week and give this big, you know, big speech and then you know go
2: against everything you said. No, no, I maintain this event is terrible, and if they ever run it again, I'm gonna uninstall the game because the leaderboard uh-huh, thing is. It, uh-huh. I, I should not have been up last night at five o'clock in the morning trying to like run my last couple of battles because i scraped like i got six what six two three k the cutoff was six one eight k for rangay like i scraped it but i don't want to have to live in a life where i have to get up at five in the morning to do something for a shitty game well you did it you did it it's not the first time you've done that actually no i know to... and that's what i hate about it right it's not the first time i've done it for uh,
1: the second god in the chat says he uh, he subscribed thank you very much um, and he got top 500 in the prestige
2: event jesus that's crazy. What, um, what sync I mean, sync yeah, move was your Gloria? I'd be really curious. What sync uh, strength was your Gloria? But that's it, uh, yeah. Incredible. Well done, you top 500 is uh, an incredible achievement. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna
1: commit, you gotta commit, you know, you gotta start voting for the glorious and stuff like that. <laughs> five in the morning, uh, three out of five star, he says. Oh, that's, nice, that's really good. That's no, really good, that's nice. But yeah, I, I don't know why they decided to make it a PV, PvP event. Um. That's what we with fly. I've made my peace with it. You know. Good luck to everybody else.
2: Yeah, Mecca, did you come on to? Did you come on specifically to complain about this event? Just out of curiosity.
0: Um, I, well, thoughts. one, I just wanted to talk <laughs> Pokemon Masters with people <laughs> in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, because like I said, I, I I've never been more happy and upset to get a sync pair in the game since it started. Because it's like cool, I have it now. Now I have this awesome sync pair, but if I had never gotten it, I'd be fine because I'd still, I'd probably be in the lower B, but I'd still be there. But once I got it, I was like, well, now I'm gonna put some gems in so I can try to maybe get to A. And even then, I was like, now nah, it's too it's too late now. So it's like, what was the point of that?
1: As
2: Admiral Ackbar once said, "It's a trap. It's a trap." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I still refused to pull on Gloria's banner nope, purely because of nope, the voice actress.
1: Nope, nope. I don't believe anything you say. we are move on to the next segment. I can I can validate that I didn't pull on the banner. I said we've moved on to the next segment, which is TCG. It's <laughs> easy. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, dear. Uh, So, yeah. Actually, of course... We have the best TCG news ever. Well, no, 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 no. You wait right there, young man, because this is the other great TCG news.
2: Okay shining Fates, yay shiny Pokemon. oh that was well i guess that was kind of it was definitely not the the great news i was talking to but this is awesome um the shining Fates set we've talked about the japan uh name for it which is shining or stars or something like that yeah let's go shining stars something similar um but it's an incredible set the artwork for this set is some of the best ever there's a chance to get shiny cards like what more do you want this Mm -hmm. is a great set if you're even just like a casual collector and you want to get some cool cards, this is a great set to go and pick so up. So I haven't seen the
1: full set list yet because I don't think it's out, but this set's coming out in February. It's um, on Bulbapedia and I think Puggy Beach as well now. Oh, excellent. I'll, I'll have a look at uh, Bulbapedia for like set card list. But i just saw the pikachu v and I'm like do you remember we were at the pokemon virtual fest and that one of these cards popped up and i was like yeah i like that card yeah here we go I, well, get- I
2: think i think we put i think i put that card specifically on the podcast saying it's one of the best promo artworks i've ever seen for a tcg card yeah and that's promo pikachu that's not even the like the super cool one that's that it's so cool it's so lifelike and it comes with what for
1: um shining face packets so i'm definitely gonna be buying that box um there are there are some vivid voltage stuff i want to buy but i'm probably going to get like um separate cards rather than like packs um if i do see some cool blisters with with, like a promo card i I might might invest
2: but yeah well you still need to get your promo leon and your promo Hit top, well, right? T- t
1: Charizard with Leon and Hit top with uh, uh, yeah. B. Yeah, I, d- I do need to get those two. So that those are my focus, really. Um, but yeah, some some cool TCG set
2: coming in February. Um, also, Maka, just are say, you uh, oh, just out of curiosity? Are you um, are you into any of the new TCG sets?
0: Well, the an interesting thing is uh, for the new ones. I I actually like watch one or two YouTube channels that they started pulling different. Uh, cards and trying to get that that rainbow charizard um so like i've actually been getting back into just like knowing about the, the tcg again okay. and, um so i heard when i heard about the because they, they those um youtubers were actually talking about shining fates coming out and how excited they were about it so i was like cool i can't wait to see what these cards look like because like some of the artwork on them are like really awesome especially mm. like the the full like if you have like a trainer card that's like the full art so it looks like an actual like page from like a manga it actually looks like <laughs> super
1: cool so those started in Skylar uh, I, it's, it's one of my prized possessions
2: yeah they started in black and white and that was back when I was playing TCG online and those things were like gold dust everyone wanted full art cards I wanted it um, in
1: really badly
2: full, and full art Skylar uh, full art Bianca Juniper they were all there um, yeah they're, they're really popular yeah, I think I'm, worth a lot of money.
1: I'm, as well. I'm funny with the TCG. Like I'll just pick up where card looks cool. I I rarely buy packets. I think the last time I was really buying packets and stuff like that was for the twentieth anniversary when they had those boxes, uh, each month with the mythical Pokemon, and also when they released yes. the XY evolutions set. Um, I really love that set. So, yeah.
2: yeah but Shining Fate is definitely one that I'll buy a couple of packs. I've not. I mean, I've not bought packs of Pokemon cards in oh, a long time.
1: Yeah, that Pikachu V box is coming home i'm telling you right now <laughs> um but actually talking about anniversaries and stuff like that pokemon uh so poke beach uh have confirmed and they're, they're a good source for this this kind of stuff that for the 25th anniversary there'll be more um uh anniversary sets coming out so i um, don't know what that is but weirdly enough before i read this news i i had a dream on uh saturday night where i dreamt that um the rocket set got re-released <laughs> i was telling everybody about it and i woke up so disappointed Wait, this rocket huh Base set rocket. Yes, base, base set rocket. Nice. Like with the oh, dog wow. Pokemon's and stuff, yeah. So may, it, maybe those that will awesome. come true. Can
2: you imagine if that comes true? I'll look like bloody like the Mayans or something.
1: <laughs> it was too
2: <laughs> weird that those cards had inverse power creep. Like all of those cards had terrible hit points. They were basically unusable compared to the original cards. Like normally when you release new sets of things, they're always more powerful. But the the rocket cards were deliberately like weaker than all the regular cards.
1: Ooh. Actually, you can tell, tell Mecca what your experiences with the TCG is because you're actually one of the like uh, most famous people I, I should know
2: okay, but I don't let's, know. Okay, <laughs> let's tone it down. Let's tone it down. So Pokemon Trading Card Game Online um, released in closed... No, open alpha. Open alpha. And I joined the game in closed beta. Uh, got very, very uh popular in the community so to speak uh, also at that point knew a couple of the the moderators and developers uh, and then ended up basically being um a member of the elite four for the community like gym challenge in the trading card game so the, the the game the pokemon trading card game online has a gym challenge you can go and play it anytime you want but in the community run via the forums was this whole um infrastructure of gym leaders in elite 4 and I used to be one of the members of the elite 4 um for the pokemon trading card game so people would like hit me up and they challenged me and they would win prizes and packs and all sorts of stuff i thought you could say they'd never win of oh my God, and then yeah and then part. i was doing uh, and then i was supporting the pokemon company with a bit of moderating and development work on the forum at the same time so he, and then yeah, went into his TCG. You didn't tell me I was going to be on a <laughs>
0: podcast with royalty. Like, <laughs> you know, you got to let a guy know about this. Listen,
2: no, no, it. but hang on, <laughs> hang on. And then and then I threw all of that in. Like I was playing video games for a living, right? And I threw all of that in to go to university, and then I quit university after four months, and I regret quitting Pokemon TCGO, probably more than most other things I've done in my life.
1: It, does that include the, the refills that you made? You know, you went against your own principles? That's not, that's you not. Dirty, no, that's not, man.
2: that's not against my own principles. I don't, I don't, um, I had to think about it, because my, my logic is, the event's terrible, and I've openly said
1: so is it, instead of doing the inverse of not, playing, to it, not playing it, not playing it,
2: doing the minimum, you
1: decided, let me go for the maximum here. Just why not? Give him all my time.
2: Uh, I think like, my logic was the event's going to happen either way. The rewards are coming out either way. I'd rather get more uh-huh, than little. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. But I didn't. Pure. The important thing. The important thing is that net, I was up 800 gems, and also uh, I did not spend any real money. Th- those are my two lines in the sand.
1: Uh huh. Well, listen. I hope in twenty years you can admit to you your mistakes like Yuri Geller did, because Yuri Geller. Dude, Yuri Geller. Do you you just give people a recap (laughs) if they haven't seen the episode about Yuri Geller?
2: One of the oldest episodes of the Pokey Ramble podcast, uh, unknown fact of the week, we talked about the fact that Kadabra was banned from the Pokemon TCG because of an ongoing lawsuit between the Pokemon company and Yuri Geller, the magician, uh, for the likeness between Kadabra and Yuri Geller. Um, because Yuri Geller very famously did tricks with a spoon uh, and bending a spoon was his trick. And there was likenesses in his appearance and all that stuff. Um, and the lawsuit went on for, what, nearly 20 years. Yeah. Um and finally, finally this week, Yuri Geller has dropped the lawsuit and we are getting Kadabra cards again. And fair play to him. He apologized as well for it,
1: you know. I just imagine, how many people were just spamming his inbox like, come on, man, I want a Kadabra real bad. <laughs> I, want to know, I want to
2: know how much Yuri Geller spent on legal advice and lawyers in the course of that 20-year period. Mm. Like, because the dude must have been rich when, at the peak of his career, don't get me wrong. But to take on one of the biggest franchises in the world can't have been a cheap thing to do. No, no, for sure. And also, if he was doing no win, no fee, he didn't win, so he's got to pay them. Does he? Because uh, I thought he no fee I, works I, I, If it's no win, no fee, and you lose, I thought, you pay.
1: I thought that he won the lawsuit, <laughs> and that's why Nintendo couldn't do it. And no, no the it lawsuit
2: out. was just ongoing. It hadn't concluded. Yeah, it was still... They hadn't... I was actually reading about
0: that today and it was interesting because it's like if he had an actual case then the, the settlement, it would have been either settled or actually fought out in court but since there wasn't as much true evidence about this it just
2: kept going and going and going So it's like it's like having insufficient evidence for a case so they hadn't concluded it. So he was still trying to sue the pants off the Pokemon company until a couple of weeks ago
1: uh, just full time for one second. So oh, I, I reckon on, what, hang on. what happened. Hang on. Here's, here's the Japanese name, right? Yungera. <laughs> Yungera. Listen, I'm y- not saying U- the Pokemon M- company are innocent. E R E R. I'm not saying. I'm not saying <laughs> the Pokemon on. company are innocent. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like I'm not saying they copied anybody. I'm just saying it's a fantastic coincidence. I'm <laughs> oh, Not dear. saying they're innocent. I'm not. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, I, I'll be interested to see how they release this card. If they're going to do like a Pikachu box, like with, with a Kadabra instead, I, I,
2: you know how they sometimes do little clay art ones. Yeah, I hope it's Yuri Geller holding a clay art Kadabra. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I want. I'm just, I'll buy that card. Unless unless
1: Rick has got anything to say about TCG, I'm going to move on.
0: Uh, well, the thing is, is that one of the reasons why I actually got back into TCG is that my nephew started collecting.
1: Oh, okay, um, so,
0: so he was getting on the newer cards, and then so I was trying to learn about some of the newer cards and stuff, and then it got me going back into my old collection of the original base oh, set, jungle yes. and fossil and stuff, and giving him the duplicates of all the non-rare ones. And now I'm like, huh, it'd be interesting to like do this together, you know, like yeah, get him a couple of boosters or some or a box set you know, and try to either try to find an awesome one for him for later on in life, mm. or just to, you know, open packs again, like a
1: kid <laughs> It's one of the best feelings here just opening it up into a pack, you know, not knowing what's going to be in there Man I just, like, my friend uh, at work I had a guy that worked quite close to me and he was telling me how he took out a loan uh, to finish, like, the whole Gen 6 set, because he, he said to himself that I want to complete a Pokemon set, and he chose Gen 6 not realizing there was, like, eight expansions to the tcg so he ended up having to take a student loan just just to be able to afford to complete his collection
2: oh (laughs) my gosh he showed me all of his all of
1: his cards like from from start to finish and all these sets and i was like it's just beautiful it's just so beautiful and i profited as well because i could i could buy like some of the duplicates and stuff like that so um yeah um i'm going to move on from the tcg um nice commitment yeah, it's yeah, it one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Uh, but yeah, moving on. This segment is called Merch to Do About Nothing. Uh, and, and, you know, I know Mecca's going to, uh, or Andrew is going to enjoy that sort of punnery right there. You know, merch hasn't much to do. Anyway, uh, Pokemon Company have got this uh, really weird set coming out. It's called Project Thunderbolt. And, like, some of the Pokemon are just straight up uh, got a black dye on them. So yeah, they'll be releasing like Pokemon with just a black
2: black die on them. Is this why there was a blacked out Pikachu behind one of the? What, there was a Pokemon Direct where there was just a blacked out Pikachu behind whoever was <sighs> oh speaking. Oh
1: my god! Yes, yes! Oh my
2: god! I completely
1: forgot about that. And, and remember- everyone <laughs> in
2: the chat was like, "Racist Pikachu! Racist Pikachu!" <laughs>
1: yeah i guess i guess that's i didn't put two and two together yeah absolutely so that must be what project thunderbolt is about now i can't i don't think it's releasing anytime soon but this is like a preview of what you can expect from the the series essentially not something i'm going to be investing into because it just doesn't look right but you might get your charizard finally guys so hooray (laughs) oh man (laughs) You asked for it. We did. did we did ask, it. It. Yeah, we did ask for it's it. We did ask for it. But I'm, I've got something even cooler than that, actually. And I'll pull it up
2: now. Ditto Sofa. How about that? I saw this picture and I was like, I need this in my life. <laughs> Whether I have to just buy a regular sofa and a Sharpie or I can, if I can afford this for real, I need this in my life. It looks so good, doesn't it? So I the, the Pokemon product I want more than anything at the moment is Pokemon Air. And we've talked about what it is and that you have to inflate Pikachu through his butt. But other than that, it's fantastic. Pokemon uh, Air remains the the piece of merch I want the most. And believe me, I've asked for it for Christmas. But um beyond that, the next thing that I want is just a giant like a snorlax or a ditto or a piece of furniture that I can just lie on. There I haven't got the image, but there
1: is a Dragapult now, a massive Dragapult <laughs> you can get for exactly that uh, what to sleep on well i guess cuddle i i don't think sleep on it's all
2: spindly yeah. how does that work
1: just have a look at it like you know it's long tail and stuff like that i guess you grab it from there probably i can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth of all the
2: of all the pokemon to pick why would you want to cuddle a Dragapult? it's all like spectral and spindly hey
1: look it's someone's favorite pokemon deal with it yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> not, <you>. mine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not mine though. Not my president. <laughs> every, every, oh, don't even get me started. It's all in the U.S. Don't even get me started. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: As 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 a famous woman once said, "Pokemon go to the polls, people. It matters." Um, and the last mm-hmm. thing I've I've saved is, is this beautiful thing over here. Uh, Rayhan is getting their Figma, uh, with Gyarados. Do 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 do.
2: That's a that's a cool-looking uh, little set. Yeah, and
1: um, with Figma's, they always have, like, different sort of faces and, like, hands and, like, accessories. So you can, like, mix and match, you know, give them different poses and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, this is coming out in September 2021. Um, and it's coming with the done. And I think it's roughly going to be about £40 pounds, because that's usually what Figma's are about priced. But you could, let's say, 40 to £60, pounds, roughly. That's where it's going to be for this is Um, it part of it's not part of the scale set is it it, no it's not this is different yeah figmas 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 are completely different from that yeah got it uh we had gloria on one of the episodes recently and she's yeah she's a figma as well so
2: oh okay makes sense
1: yeah i'm still holding out for something from kotob uh i can't i can't say the words hang on one second i got but (laughs) there we are kotobukiya there we go uh because you've seen that cynthia prototype i showed you and stuff like that i want one of those for Rayhan. uh i'm not really into sort of figures where you you're constantly like customizing them i prefer like a a set pose and take out the box and you can display it like that so yeah cool mecca if you uh, could get a figure of a trainer and a pokemon who would it be and why
0: oh I mean, I guess you—you you could always have red with Charizard as always a standard. The Mega Char- like, following- we haven't had red
1: with Mega Charizard. We've had red with Charmander, so yeah, give oh, us a yeah. Mega Charizard X. go on.
0: But like now with Pokemon Masters, I'm learning more and more different sync pairs. Like I would love a Cynthia because Cynthia, I just think is so badass um, with her kind of stuff. Mm. And then, but I also like like other sync pairs like like Rosa because, you know, or just getting the original gym leaders. Like it would be, it'd be very interesting to, to get like, okay, here's a set of the elite four with their main Pokemon or like the gym leaders of a certain region that you're, you're favored in, you know, I think that would also be really cool to have.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see like a Claire and a, and a sort of um Kingdra, for example, that'd be awesome.
2: Pokemon masters did wonders for Rosa.
1: Yeah, absolutely like she's easily like one of my favorite trainers of all time now because of Pokemon Masters it's actually Mm -hmm. crazy it's actually crazy but she's so she's so funny you know I think that's the same with Elisa as well Elisa's just hilarious as well like I didn't know she was into Pokemon puns and like she's just there with them now it's brilliant
2: and I've just killed the conversation it was uh, brilliant it was was, uh, was, uh, I was I was just checking it was Cynthia's birthday this week just putting that out there
1: Fantastic. Amit. <laughs> oh, let's Fantastic. move on. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> I, w- I won't tell the, the, the chat what your nickname is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, what, what would you want, uh, Amit? I didn't ask you. What would you want in terms of a figure?
2: Um, I wouldn't mind uh, Rosa and Superior. That would be pretty cool. We've got that. I, th- th- I, d- I have to say that Rosa... Oh, probably yeah. not Rosey. Yeah. Uh, no, I t- I've changed my mind. I know what I want. I want Gloria and Zacian, and I will just hit it with hammers and chainsaws and anything else I can get my hands on. That's what I want. (laughs) Bloody hell. Uh... Too soon? Too soon?
1: We're just going to move on. Where the Helioptile
2: is Pokemon Sleep so two weeks ago we agreed to pick up our pitchforks and free fennel 2020 i just i just mecca where is pokemon sleep uh you know
0: it's 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 hibernating it's getting cold up there so it's still sleeping
1: (laughs) oh are you telling me that it ate too much and is now hibernating
0: exactly i mean you know everyone's home ordering uber eats and postmating stuff it just got a little too much and now it's it's
1: resting for the year i think you might have nailed it but hibernating in a food coma yeah is what that... is this artwork you've got up on screen oh it's just like a meme that i just put together just like captioned where is pokemon sleep just a guy at a party by himself where is pokemon sleep everyone else is having fun <laughs> this that's is... me every episode on the podcast <laughs> yeah. where I'm just like where is it but what do, what do your sources tell you i mean where, where is pokemon sleep
2: well, look, so two weeks ago, we agreed to get our pitchforks and free final 2020. And so I started marching with my pitchfork, and I got arrested. And I rested. And I rested. You got <laughs> us.
1: You got us. <laughs> oh, I hate this. Come on so sleep, son. So much. I really, really do. And one day it will be power, of our misery. But it's being delayed to 2021. We know this. Uh, moving
2: on. Would you believe that I set that up over three weeks?
1: I can always believe it.
2: But what <laughs> I don't believe this is this Unknown fact of the Week. Yeah. So I always had trouble in Generation 1 trying to remember the order that the legendary birds are in the Pokédex. Turns out there's a really easy way to do it. Um, oh, because they are, they are named after the Spanish numbers, 1, 2, and 3. So, Arctic Uno, Dos, and Moltres, 1, 2, and 3. So, do you want to know
1: what the um, Japanese ones are for uh, the birds? I can hear you tapping away, but I will, <laughs> yeah, I'd will. Yeah, i love to know. So, uh, well, one of them, uh, spoilers, maybe not, actually, no spoilers. But, so, uh, Moltres I didn't know, but Moltres is Fire. In Japanese. Um, Just got, the word fire? Yeah, fire. Um, Articuno's freezer. Nice. And uh, um, what, what do you think um, Zapdos is? Pikachu. Thunder. Oh, well, <laughs> literally, <bad> yeah. <laughs> Thunder, freezer, fire. He's <laughs>
2: like. Wait, freezer is in the kitchen appliance? Well, or, yeah. or the verb? F- like. Freezer as in F R E E Z E R. Freezer, but like an like the kitchen appliance rather than like conjugation of a verb.
1: Probably the conjugation of the verb.
2: Deary me! Hey, creativity wasn't at an all time high. At well, that point,
1: actually, was in, it? In, in like to Japanese people, like, oh, that's a bloody cool name. Like that's. that's...
2: I guess actually, it's, it's pretty common for them to um. To name things after, like, you know, thunder and fire and all that kind of stuff. I
1: think mm-hmm. Ivysaur's, like, Fushigi Bunner, which is, like, translated frog to... With,
2: frog with bush.
1: It, like, translated to, it's strange, isn't it? That's literally what's translated to, I think. It's strange, isn't oh, it? fair enough. I remember, like, Fushigi is strange. So, yeah, I think it was, like, it's strange, isn't it?
2: Pokemon naming, you know? Gotta love it. Yeah, so, I actually, I actually do have bonus fact while we're talking about Pokemon names. Uh, and Pikachu, which is the, uh, the the Pokemon Pikachu, is called Pikachu in every single country in the world apart from one. Um, in Korea, in Korea, it is called um, Raichu. <laughs> <laughs> in Korea, it is called Pikachu. What? There's a the Pika, so P I K A, C H yeah. uh, Y U, Pikachu. Oh.
1: Do you know what? we used to make a gum and just call it Pikachu, but like C H E W, Pikachu. it <laughs> has got to Pikachu. exist. I'm looking that that's got <laughs> to exist. You'll have a shock when you taste this Pikachu. Like it just the branding works,
0: you know. Well, interestingly enough, and here's another fun fact um, that I just <laughs> remember. Hell, now. This is a record. Um, my, my my um, I had a friend who works in, in New York City, and she found Pokemon. Uh, gum flavored candy so it would come in a little wrapping and then inside would be a, one of the pokemon like like espion like a sticker wrapping, and you take, yeah like a sticker oh my god then, i like, think
1: i've had that before
0: and it, and the thing is it'd be it'd be in the shape of a stick of gum but it actually tasted like soda and it was like a
2: soda yeah, candy no, i've had those yes. uh, we they so there's a shop in london um i didn't know whether it was a pop-up or whether it's permanently there near covent garden um but I've absolutely had some of those. It's not the one and in the that- corner, Le- Leicester Street, is it? It's near the... It's, uh, No, it's not. Okay. It's, it's as you're walking towards uh, the theatre that's now showing uh, The Cursed Child. I forget the name of the theatre. Princess Theatre? Yeah, yeah. It's Leicester Square. It's Leicester Square. I know exactly what you're okay, talking there you about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so when I was there, not only did I get some of that chewing gum, I got... Uh, it was Solgaleo on the outside of mine. Um... Sophie bought me a whole bunch of stuff, but uh, also Pokemon Ramen uh, that had little Pikachu in it, as well as the noodles and stuff, um, and like cola flavored stuff. Yeah, there was a whole range of things, but the coolest thing um, that was there were uh, soda cans um, yes. with like Mewtwo and Charmander and Bulbasaur. Um, they were actually re- they were full of sugar. Oh my gosh, there was so much sugar, but they were really nice. I, I never bought them. My friend said he would give me a, a case,
1: and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, dude. Like, I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. No, I had
2: them, and I put, I put them up on my shelf for a while. It's decoration as well. D- yeah, the are cool.
1: really nice. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for Unknown Fact of the Week, and I, I guess it's towards the end of the show. Mecca, do you, you want to say anything? Um, I do have
0: a question for you two. Um, a random question that I'm a bit curious about in the pod.
1: Okay, Z- go for it. Um,
0: if you had to be a one type trainer gym leader.
1: Oh, easy. Which which type would it be? <laughs> uh, what Ice type.
2: Oh, that is not what I was expecting you to say. What, is it's
1: either water or ice?
2: Like I, I was you not expecting yet. that. Wait, like, what would you pin me as? I thought you were going to say fire without a moment's hesitation.
1: Oh, no. Do you know why? Okay, so water, because like a lot of my favorite Pokemon are water Pokemon. For example, sure. Totodile. You've got Milotic, for example. You know, they're great Pokemon, right? Ice type, I've always liked, liked ice types. And Glaceon's another one of my favorite Pokemon. And I'd always want to have a Totodile and a Glaceon in my team. So as a gym leader, I'd probably be like the third gym leader in your like journey. And yeah, I'd, I'd have definitely have a Totodile, definitely have a Glaceon, you know, just chilling out with my Pokemons. Uh, you
2: know, just because you're like the water type doesn't mean you have to go third, right? Like Wallace is eighth.
1: No, but I, I mean, I'd, I'd probably be there, you know, hoping out the intermediary trainers, you know, getting through their journey and whatnot, teaching them about battling and stuff like that, you know? Just having a good because I can't realistically expect my Totodile to be like, (laughs) like in the eighth gym, you know? you will probably not fare too well against like people's
2: legendary Pokemon at that point and stuff like that. Unless unless you're you're Ash, and then somehow your Totodile can take on anything.
1: I mean, Ash was a great trainer. Ash's Totodile is like probably one of the main reasons why Totodile is my favorite, along with Pokemon Silver that's fair and the low ball as well i love the low ball for that reason i guess um but yeah that's my
2: pick what about you emmett i was toying between grass type and psychic type but i think i'm gonna go grass type oh i can see you as both to be fair see i like that i like the psychic vibe and i feel like i would have a lot of fun just like messing around in the gym and having really weird traps for people you'd be
1: like olympia Um, like trick rooming stuff up and yeah just, like, all these weird strategies and
2: stuff oh yeah my uh, my gym would definitely be a double battle that's undoubted um but no i've always liked grass types um particularly like i think when i got into tcg as well like i was i was really into grass type decks mm. and even though they weren't the most competitive like i really liked um grass type decks and i think ever since then i've had an affinity for grass types um, so
1: I'd be a grass type you? have you seen that uh, meme of like Charizard spitting fire Blastoise you know um, water out of it's cannons and then you've got Venus with it's uh, vine whips and someone just captioned it I'm trying guys I'm trying <laughs> <laughs> what about you Mecca? what would you that go for oh, So
0: mine would actually be dark because oh. my favourite Pokemon is Umbreon
1: okay yeah uh, nice
0: So the thing is, is that I, again, what I actually did in Pokemon Sword and Shield to change it up was once I got to a certain number of badges and everything like that, I actually changed my whole team up and just only put dark and then like dark dual types and just became like a a roving dark gym trainer going doing the Pokemon (laughs)
2: League Challenge. That's awesome. There is only one other dark type gym leader. So you got little company to compete with. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and that was introduced in this series. Yeah, Piers. Yeah. Was, we talked about it. Piers was the first, um, first Dark-type gym leader. I guess if you discount Nanu, because yeah, he's he, Dark-type, yeah. but he's not a gym leader.
1: No, he's a trial captain, isn't he? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. that's um, that's it. Uh, I do have some news for the podcast for next year, is that we'll start to have guests on for our brand new show. Now, I'm not going to reveal the name just yet, Uh, but it'll be primarily talking to people about their experience with Pokemon, and just... You know, it's Pokemon's twenty fifth anniversary next year, and I want to know what they want from from the Pokemon Company for the twenty fifth anniversary. Um, so yeah, look forward to that next year. Uh, I've got a brilliant name. I'll, I'll WhatsApp it to you. I mean, I might actually have to get you to create something because. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad that I'll be there. I didn't back for a second if I was invited. <laughs> I'm still toying with it you after your treachery for this event. To be honest with you, but um, yeah, I'll. Uh, That's alright.
2: I'll make it up to you. Yeah. I Dude, did. I I you I helped you find a shiny phalanx. You're forever in my debt. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, is what they say. That's listen, your disappointment I can live with, because that's a that's a consistency in <laughs> <of> my life.
1: <laughs> that's you know, that's fair enough. Uh Mecca, thank you very much for being on the show and we'll definitely have you back on as a guest in the future. But uh for the people uh watching, listening, um, and what else they do with this podcast, where where can they find you? You can find. Um, so, oh, I
2: was gonna say, do um, <laughs> I do the pockets one, Mecha, You go first. Mecha, you go first. Uh, sorry. So, so I was up. That I never I was met
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you can find me on Twitter. I am MechaShadow12 there. My username on gaming platforms, Instagram, is MechaShadow12. And when I did the whole streaming thing, I literally made sure everything was uniform. So mm. anyone there's a MechaShadow12 is usually me.
1: And then like when you play Among Us, he turns out to be the imposter. But uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. And I meant where can people find you?
2: Uh you can find me by emailing Pokeramblepod at gmail.com. And please email him. I mean it's getting a bit lonely there now. Someone,
1: <laughs> someone <laughs> email me. Uh and sort of spamming us, please. <laughs> like I had some guy be like, we can get your analytics up. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you um and yeah you can find me at simply sassy vids or at Kamel h uh on twitter uh we recently had blessing Adagoye jr on the show to talk about all things kind of funny 2020 and his plans for the future um so that was really fun cool. um we do the uh not kfaf photoshop challenge which is a ton of fun uh so yeah simply sassy vids on youtube on twitter as well uh Kumail h on the twitches uh on the uh, Twitters, uh on the youtubes but i don't know why you'd go there uh you obviously want to search the poky ramble pod on youtube and spotify or you can find us live usually on the sunday sometimes on monday apparently <laughs> this is
2: i think the third time in a row we've done this um but yeah that's blame me. listen if jürgen klopp is right about anything let's blame sky and bt sport for the premier league scheduling
1: no i don't blame them because you encouraged it we all know this <laughs> but anyway i'm gonna end the stream here but thank you very much for watching and we'll catch you next week See
2: you next week. We'll, we we'll, 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 hang on. We won't be here seven thirty next week. Will we not? No. Because we've got exactly the same thing but inverse. Liverpool are playing at half four and then Arsenal play at seven.
1: Do you so know what? I'm i we... probably I'm probably gonna yeah, do the podcast then like I'm a I am do not even care anymore. oh <laughs> uh, it's seven fifteen. We've got plenty of time if we do it at half six. That's fine. Okay, we will yeah. see you at half six GMT next week. Cool. Uh Sunday. See Mecca, thank, thank you, you again, uh, and uh, goodbye.